The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love. But our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom, is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast, here with DJ White. Um, I, when I, so quick thing intro to DJ, when I first started like really figuring out what I wanted to do for this podcast, DJ was one of the first people that came to mind. And uh, because he really embodies this like finding freedom in your life. Um, So DJ, why don't you just kind of give a little shout out and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, Cody. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really it really means a lot that you actually even thought about me. Uh, But I mean, that's a whole nother story. And we can have story time a little bit later. Uh, But yeah, no, um, I've worked in sales for or I've worked in solar for a couple years now. I worked in inside sales before that. Uh, And then honestly, 10 years prior to that, I was in gaming, I worked in video games. So you ever heard of Fortnite? Uh, I worked in it on it, and I've worked on other things. So I mean, I love games, uh, but more than the average consumer. But I mean, I also uh, ha- have bills to pay. So, uh, <laughs> but I mean, I'm just so thankful for you and everything you've done to make me a better salesman and just a better person. So I wouldn't be where I am today without you. So I, I appreciate you as well. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, uh, so. DJ, obviously you guys can tell DJ and I have worked together. So funny story, I was uh, working in North Carolina and we put up, well, this is how, so DJ and I met. We, uh, I put up an ad for, for sales reps and uh, we had, we hadn't even, we didn't have an office then in North Carolina and we met at a hotel. And so I put an ad up for Charlotte and Raleigh and the, I think you, you were in Raleigh, but you showed up for the Charlotte meeting, right? Yep. And to add on to that story a little bit more, uh, just for clarity, like I was applying to so many different places. So I applied to probably like 50 places and I just saw one more ad and I was like, heck, I'll I'll just apply to this one, solar. Sure, I'll, I'll look into it. And I just applied. Literally two minutes later, you called me and I was like, wow, that was fast. And we had a good like 15 to 30 minute conversation. And then the rest is history. So I'll yeah. let you continue with your story. <laughs> yeah, no, and that, no, that's, that's basically it. And uh, just knocking doors in North Carolina with solar. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we just worked hard from there. And I mean, if you guys have knocked doors, you know what that's like. You, you come to a training, you big, do a big hoorah-rah. Um, that training in particular was a little rough. There were some characters there that probably should not have shown up. <laughs> we should have weeded out early on. Um, uh, but we knocked doors and grew and, and uh, yeah. So DJ, kind of give us, tell us, tell us your backstory. You're, you, I, I know we both have a thing in like video games and superheroes in common. Like if you were in, if, if we're filming a story of DJ, what's his backstory? Let, let's get people to know you a little bit. Okay. Um, so I'm born and raised in Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. Uh, I still live at home. Uh, 
I'm 33 years old, but I do help my parents. They help me. Uh, and so it's like a give and take relationship. So, I mean, I love my parents very much. People that know me love my parents. So, I mean, like, why spend extra money on rent and or owning a place if I can help my parents and they can help me? So, you can call me a mom and daddy's boy if you want, but I'm a good guy. So, but, uh, but, like, what... guys, just so everybody knows, like, DJ could definitely afford a place on his own. Like, oh, yes. this yeah, is not, yeah. this is, this is not a freeloading situation. This is a, when he says help, like he literally helps pay the rent and like, like he's, he's financially independent enough to have his own place, but it's, it, he chooses not to. So exactly. So, uh, but yeah, that's a little bit about my backstory. Um, and like a, we, we sort of covered a little bit earlier, like my, my work history, uh, I started at GameStop worked there for a couple years. I uh, was an assistant manager, uh, left there to work at uh, Epic Games, worked there for almost 10 years. Uh, I was a quality assurance lead, so I was the one that was breaking the games, but also helping other people uh, do their job about breaking games. Uh, and like I said, anybody that's played Fortnite, I've worked on it, Gears, Gears 2, Gears 3, Judgment, uh, Fortnite, Paragon, the whole the whole list. So, I mean, if okay, so, you... So, DJ, let, let's like... Fortnite's a big thing, and it's the 15th of October, which will go down in infamy as the day that, that Fortnite punked everybody because they, they shut down the servers yep, for like two, two days. Day, two days. Yep. So the largest game in the world, they shut down the servers. So like, give, like you have some insider knowledge, which people can use their advantage for Fortnite. So give it like dive into what that like what your role was and what you did because Fortnite's a big thing and everybody knows Fortnite. Yeah, they know very few people that actually worked on the game. You actually worked sure. on the game. True. So uh, there are NDAs for a reason. So non-disclosure agreements, obviously. But uh, the very short version of it is, I worked on Fortnite back when it was just PVE, which is player versus everyone, which is the save the world mode, which you pay money for. Uh, that's not free. So uh, I left in 2016 before uh, Battle Royale even was in existence. So Fortnite had been in development for almost seven years at the time. We knew what it was going to be. And then, uh, like, I was working on Paragon and Shadow Complex, uh, but I was assisting with Fortnite. Anyway, so fast forward some time, and Battle Royale was essentially made in, like, three months. Like, they were like, hey, we need to find a way to uh, make some money off of this game besides just save the world. And next thing you know, uh, like September 2016, uh, say Battle Royale came out. And so that's when they just, boom, dropped the money bomb and made a ton of money. Because it's a free game to play Battle Royale, but you can just spend money on cosmetics. Like So if you've played any other type of free-to-play games, hey, it's free to enter and it's open to everybody. But I mean, you can spend $5 for an upgrade or $5 for a skin, and that's how you get players. So uh, these $60 yearly Call of Duties, they've they dropped off a lot. And, and so because a free game like Fortnite is just an easy entry. That's why they have over 100 million plus players. But yeah, that's just a little bit. So, so when you say for your role, you broke games. Like what, like yes. what does that mean to break a game? Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That doesn't so, mean like you're taking the discs and like throwing them <laughs> out the window, right? No, not at all. So quality assurance uh, is literally like 
going into the game, making sure all the menus work, making sure every button works, making sure your gun fires, uh, you're able to pick up weapons, making sure you don't fall through the floor or the game doesn't crash. Because think about it this way, you spent, and let's backtrack a little bit. Let's say it's a $60 box product you spent this money for, and when you press start at the main menu, the game crashes and rest restarts your computer, restarts your Xbox, whatever. You'd be pretty pissed off, right? So, uh, I mean, like, in a live game like Fortnite, there, there's constant updates. So you're not going to have crashes per se, but you obviously don't want to load in and pick up a, a weapon, and then the weapon doesn't shoot. So, like, that's what a QA tester does now. I mean, they're, they probably, they definitely have crashes on their development side, but on a uh like gameplay public side it's you're, you're not going to crash or if it is it's going to get fixed really really quickly so i would report a bug to the developers the developers would put in a fix and then they'd be like oh by the way uh make sure this is fixed and if it is you verify it if it isn't you send it back and there's a back and forth there but yeah that's the really simple breakdown of what a quality assurance tester does oh that's good like in, i think a lot of us I think a lot of people play video games, but they just don't understand that yep. the development side is lots of yep. work, lots of constant work. And, and for you, oh, go ahead. Uh, and quality assurance, like I was in the gaming world, but I mean, I, I've also worked on websites and other software besides video games. So when you see a website and you like, you think it's a rinky dink little thing, like someone spent six months probably making that website or, and like making sure all the bugs are not there. Cause you have to make sure, Hey, it works on a computer, a tablet, a phone, it's sized right. It doesn't go off the screen. Like technology has come so far. It, it's not a five minute, really simple plug and play thing anymore. It's actually a lot of work, but yeah. In tangent. <laughs> so, so you, you did the gaming thing for a while and then you're like, well, there's this solar thing. What, like, what got you interested in solar? Like, why did you want to take that jump? Right? Because if I'm if I, me, I'm like, wow, like, I get to play video games all day. Like, every, that's everybody's dream job. Even if you don't get paid hundreds of thousands, you, you don't make yep. like ninja money. That's still a yeah. cool job. So why did you yep. decide to come do solar? Like, knock yes. doors. Like, no, play video games all day, knock doors. Um, <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, everything's not sunshine and rainbows. Uh, I quit Epic honestly on a whim, but uh, I went and did a couple other uh, inside sales jobs for about a year, honestly. Uh, I worked at Citrix and I worked at a couple other uh, Fortune 500 companies. And, and I just was like, I don't enjoy doing this, but I do enjoy selling things. Like I, I, I mean, you know me, I, I love talking to people and I can talk your ears off. But uh, literally, like I said, I, I was applying uh, to a bunch of places trying to find like the next step in my career and I applied to that solar ad and I was like I was always an environmental kid when growing up like I took AP environmental science uh, and I did like I didn't do Greenpeace but I like uh, volunteered to clean up rivers and stuff like that so I mean I, I care about the environment I was like solar that sounds interesting that could be like the future and you called me and honestly fate told me that this is my future uh so i mean i was like i can do i can make 150 phone calls and inside sales it's not hard to knock 100 doors or more a day uh when i have to so i was like let me just give this a shot and if it's meant to be it's meant to be and now like i said the 
the history is there. I'm, I'm still in solar and I, I love it. So. Yeah. So tell me like, well, tell us about like, what's your day, like what made the big difference from you to solar? Cause there's a lot of people that go into solar and they struggle and they, they burn out or, or, or check out. Right. So what did you do specifically? And I know, I think I know what the answer is. I'm going to give my perspective afterwards, but what do you, what, what like made the difference for you to make solar successful? I mean, you're a big part of that, but I mean, honestly, like I, I'm a very get down and dirty type person. Like I, once I set my mind to something, I'm going to do it. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really have a good answer for this, honestly. Okay. <laughs> I, I got it. Cause you're, cause you're a humble guy. So the <laughs> DJ guys like, and this is one of the reasons I'm having DJ on here is cause when, well, really if any door to door sales reps, like when you look at us, you're like, they do really well financially. <laughs> like I've had people say that to me, like you do door to door, <laughs> but yeah. uh, like, so with DJ, there's a couple things that he does very, very well that most people have very, very hard time doing. So the first, the first thing is he's really good at being consistent. Like when DJ says he's going to be on the doors, he's on the doors. Yep. But also when he says he's going to be off the doors, he's off the doors. <laughs> So yes. there's like this, there's very like consistent work hours and you don't have to like follow up with them. Nope. And, and then the second thing that's really important is DJ, like, he know, he knows how to do work-life balance. And I, that's, I want to pick your brain on that. Cause I think a lot of people have problems with that in door to door. Cause when sure. you're, you're on door to door, there's like this thing. It's like, I always gotta be on, I always gotta be knocking. I always gotta be hustling. Right. Cause sure. that's like the summer sales mentality. Cause if you, cause if you lay off of that, it's like a, it's like a shark laying off the meat right that like they're just going to starve to death but like you do a really good job of saying you know this is what i'm going to work but this is also what i'm going to do to make sure i just have a really really good life so kind yes. of like like tell it like i think for most door to door reps they have a hard time balancing life and they turn to other things to try to like compensate for that and it's usually like negative things like drugs or or binge tv or, or whatever right it's like how do you how do you find that balance so yeah, uh, like I said, work-life balance. Uh, <laughs> the gaming industry, that there's this thing called crunch. Uh, for those that don't know, it's where you work 80 plus hours a week uh, on average. So like in Fortnite, they don't have it as bad as some people, even though no matter how much bad PR they'll probably get. But like when I left the Epic and the video game industry, I told myself, I was like, I don't want to work 40 plus hours a week. I want to work smarter, not harder. So like when I got into solar and you told me, you're like, Hey, you can make X amount of money uh, that can raise depending on how hard you work. And I was like, so you're telling me I can work smarter, not harder. And so like right now I, I maybe work an average of 20 hours a week, but I mean, I do okay financially. And, and it's funny because like, I mean, I let's just dig into the details. So I, I wake up, eight or nine o'clock in the morning, I work out for like an hour, uh, have a protein shake and, and honestly, like go through emails, catch up on ESPN sports, etc. I mean, like I, I have a pretty lazy morning. Uh, then afternoon, I probably eat some lunch, uh, catch up with friends or just see what's going on. But then like the evenings is when I work. So it's, it's like a second shift type job. So I mean, I could go to work as early as two o'clock in the afternoon and work till eight, but on average, I work four to eight. Like that—that's when I work. So, you said that with like a lot of finality. You're like four to eight. Like that's when yeah. I work. Yep. That's yep. when I work. I, I mean, and you—you you know this about me is like I, 
my logic is people aren't home during the days of Monday through Friday. Like, yes, there are people that work second shift. Yes, there are people that work third shift. But like what I've found is a, a majority of people are home that can afford solar and have decent credit are the ones that are home after four o'clock. So, I mean, I work four to eight, Monday through Friday with a few exceptions. And it's like, hey, boom, I'm, I'm out there hitting doors. And I, I don't, I pretty much don't stop. Like I don't go take a bathroom break or uh, go get food uh, afterward in the middle. It's like, I'm out on the doors. I'm doing my thing. Don't bother me. Um, and like, I, I don't, I usually don't answer text messages or something unless it's a work related call. So like, I, I'm very work focused and that's what I'm doing. So, uh, and that, that's my Monday through Friday, Saturdays, I'll go out and work depending on how my, uh, my week went. Like, uh, if I had a bad week, I'll go work eight hours on a Saturday. If I had a good week, I'll be like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm content. Like work-life balance, right? I mean, hey, uh, my birthday was two days ago. So I honestly took last week off. I didn't work one day last week. But I mean, I actually have two people that are signing solar this week because I did my due diligence by sending a, a couple texts and following up with people. So, I mean, again, like you get back what you put in. So, uh, yeah, I mean, work-life balance. So I work 20-ish yeah. hours a week and I'm totally consent uh, with that. I mean, I could work harder uh, and make a few more sales, but I mean, it, it's it, it's like a tidal wave. You have highs and you have lows, but I'm totally consent with that. Yeah. Well, and I think you try to make sure that tidal waves like very level. So yes. you do, like you specifically do a few things that reps should do. Like everybody should take this advice from DJ is, well, one, you work consistent hours. You said that. Um, two, like, you know where your boundaries are. So th this is kind of like an insider thing. So like I, I travel a lot and I'll pop into Raleigh and like DJ and I are really good friends. We talk on the phone a lot, but if he has like a pre-existing appointment with somebody else, He's going to keep it. Like he keeps his word every time, yep. Yep. you know? And like, I've like, I'm like, dang DJ, let's just like randomly meet up. Cause I'm, I'm like, I'm very random. I don't schedule that much as, well, <laughs> as I should, but DJ, and he, so he keeps the schedule. Um, but also he like, he doesn't like with sales, like the biggest, the hardest thing for us. And I, I've struggled with this in the past is like, I get a ton of money in my bank account. I spend that money. And then I go, then I broke and then I got to go do it again. Like I, I lived that cycle for a long time, but DJ's like, he's very good at like keeping that level head and like, okay, like these things make me happy. I'm going to do these things. You know, that's friends and family, you know, a couple hobbies and, and working consistently. And that consistency makes a huge difference in your life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you hit the nail on that. that that's me. <laughs> so, so how do you like, how do you manage that in sales? Cause like most people can't manage that very well. Like I know, like I've met with a this last couple of weeks, sales reps that really struggle with that, that up and down. Like how do you manage that up and down nature of sales in your, not only your professional, but your professional, your professional and personal life? Well, the, I mean, you're right. So it is very hard, but like, you know, it's a pipeline. Like with solar, you get, 20% up front after they sign, but you don't get that remaining 80% until they, they're installed. And plus with, with cancellations, like you, you can't bank on any sort of money uh, coming your way. So like, like you said, it, it's, uh, it's a roller coaster, but you have to be prepared. So I've always, I'm, I'm a mathematician by trade. Like I went to school for mathematics and that's what I focused on. So like, 
I know, hey, I, I need to live off of $200 this month because I'm not getting paid my commission for another month or whatever. Like, I'm smart with money, but I have it in the off chance that an emergency does happen. But I mean, like like we said earlier, it's it's a numbers game. If you're consistent with your work schedule, you're knocking a consistent number of hours and you're actually putting in the time, you'll reap the rewards. Uh, I mean, I, I remember telling you the story. One Saturday, I knocked 200 doors. I did not get anybody to give me a utility bill to set up an appointment to go solar. Then that Monday, it's just a normal Monday, I, I literally was like, all right, I had a terrible Saturday. I'm just going to go knock for like 30 30 minutes on Monday and just like, just call it whatever. So I knocked on maybe eight doors. I set five appointments. One of those did, uh, did cancel. So, I mean, realistically, I only sat on four, but three of those four people closed. So it's like, <laughs> you, you literally have a roller coaster of emotions. So you're going to have great days like that. You're going to have terrible days. And it was literally the exact same neighborhood, but it was just a different day. Like that Saturday was a nice warm 80 degree summer or spring day. And like, you would think people would be great. Oh, solar. That Monday was a rainy dreary day. And people just like felt terrible for me. Cause I was like out in the rain and I just said, all right, I'm going to do this. And, and like, I got appointments and got some closes. So, I mean, you, you literally just, if you put in the time, you're, you're going to get results. I mean, it, it's work, I mean, work smarter, not harder, but it's just, so crazy to me i love telling that story because I, I remember telling you and you're like what <laughs> yeah because it's like usually, usually reps after a really bad saturday like that they're like i'm not working for three days like they yeah. get like three days rest but you're like i'm at least gonna get out for 30 minutes and then you did yeah. it's like oh i'm glad you I'm glad i did <laughs> yeah um, made for a decent month <laughs> so you've been doing this for two years now looking back right? What, what would you have done differently from the, and maybe you wouldn't have done everything differently, but if, if let's say a new rep's coming in, what are some like things you need to, like, Hey, new rep, these three things, these two or three things, if you do these things, it's going to make a huge difference in your career. I mean, the, the big thing is making a calendar and just like setting to it. So like, like I said, four to eight for me is usually my calendar. Don't bother me type thing. But, uh, just, putting in the time and you will get the results. So, hey, uh, I, obviously having a reliable car, being able to get to and from places, a lot of new reps just can't make it to work. And it's just like, this is a job where you, you could be called and you need to be somewhere at a certain time. You don't want your car dying on you, uh, knock on wood. But <laughs> uh, so, I mean, realistically, just putting in the time, uh, having a calendar, and just having the, uh, the right mindset. So I'm a very like neutral level headed person. And, and I appreciate you calling me humble. Uh, I don't like to set un, unrealistic goals for myself, but I also don't set ridiculously low goals for myself. So I, I'm a very middle person. And, and a lot of people make fun of me for that, but whatever, it's each their own. Uh, but like, my goal isn't to be become a millionaire in a year because that's unrealistic, but I'm also not trying to make $20,000 a year. So, I mean, my goal is between 80 and a hundred thousand a year being content. So, I mean, I make that very clear to people, Hey, you can make a hundred thousand dollars a year doing this by putting in the right amount of time. You can also make 5,000. You could probably make a million if you work ungodly hours, but that's on you. So yeah. just put in the time, you'll get the results. 
and I'm here to help. So like I, I do have a couple reps under me that I help uh, whenever they need it. Uh, very similar to what you did with me. Like <laughs> Cody knows that my first week when I started solar, I, I probably called him 50 times in the first like three days. <laughs> so yeah. That, that's what makes someone successful. And I like, I like how you said that. Like, well, and to summarize, like you gotta be patient with yourself because yes. it's going to take time to develop. And if you are like, oh, then you can do it. But now let me like say this, that there's a lot of people out there and they're like, well, I'm not good for sales. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a good salesperson. What would you say to that person? I, I'm not a good salesman either. <laughs> um, so I like to tell people I'm educating you. Like, Hey, I'm selling a product. Yes, I am. But uh, the product sells itself, especially in solar. You either like me or you don't, but you're going to give me a yes or a no when I'm off your door. And it, as long as that makes sense, uh, are, are you happy with that? And a lot of people are like, wow, like it, it, you don't want to maybe at a door. So if you get a yes or a no, you can be content and go on to the next door, even if it's 100 or 200 no's in a day. You did your job. Now, like I said, I, I'm not the best salesman. I, getting an appointment is hard for me, but I love sitting down and actually like closing down a deal because it's really just a conversation like you and me are doing. I, I mean, I, I know my material like the back of my hand and I can talk about the ins and outs of solars, the warranties, X, Y, Z. So, I mean, like it, it's like memorizing a script or uh anything like that. Once you have that knowledge, you don't forget it. Riding a bike per se. So, I mean, with sales, you just have to know your products and be passionate about it. I mean, I'm not like yelling at people or like overly smiley or anything. It's just like, hey, when, when I'm done here, this will either make sense or it doesn't. But realistically, one in four people in North Carolina uh, can go solar. Does that make sense? And they're like, wow, only one in four like that. Why? And by then it's just like, all right, I'm just leading you down a, a, a path and you're just going to follow me along. So, yeah, I mean, if you have a, a, a good conversation with somebody, it's you're not selling anything. You're just talking. Yeah. Well, I like how you like you're very straightforward and firm, not only in like your, your the words you say, but your verbiage and tone. And like, I think a lot of times, especially new reps, they think like, what's the secret pitch <laughs> someone to do? Like, I hear that all the time. Like, what are the words I need to say? Like, how do I need to say it? Like, what, how do I need to present this? And I think there are, there are definitely skills that can help, right? For sure. But, but at the core of that, the, the core of this, core of that is what you said, believing in your product and just being very straightforward with people and like not being like, and what I mean, and by what you mean, by, uh, let me interpret that is like, I mean what I say, like, are you, it's either you're going to like me or you're not going to like me. And I'm fine with that, you know? Yes. Exactly. No, for sure. <laughs> you, you either like what I'm selling, like me as a person. If not, that's totally fine. <laughs> yep. And, and then move on. Cause that's again, yep. a lot, well, even experienced reps, they, they tie their identity to the sale. Yep. Like, oh, if I don't get sales, I'm not a very valuable person. It's like, no, no, no. Like, as soon as you learn to step back from that, that's yep. when people respect you, and then you can get more sales. So, cool. Um, well, time is coming up, and <laughs> let's, like, anything else you want to say about there before I give some shout-outs to you guys, you and Initiative Energy Group and all that jazz? Uh, I, 
I don't really have too much to say. Like I said, uh, thank you so much for the opportunity. Like I said, it's it's funny how fate works out. Uh, literally an ad on Indeed and now I'm still selling solar and I love every second of it. I mean, I still get job opportunities for quality assurance and software design, et cetera. And I mean, that that's not where I want to go, but I mean, it's that that's where I could go. But I mean, I enjoy sales. I enjoy where solar is going. Plus, it's just helping out the planet ever so slightly. So, I mean, yeah, but I mean, again, I'm I'm so content and always trying to improve. Uh, we fail every day, but uh, fail is first attempt in learning. So it, if you fail, you're just improving as a person. So, yeah, yep. just a little quick summary. Yeah, cool. Well, so well, so one, one statement and a question follow up. So like everybody listening to this, I want you to realize like you can like what DJ said, you can work awful hours, like a ton of hours, make a lot of money. But if you just stay consistent and disciplined, you can work 20, 30 hours a week and make over 50, 60,000 up to a hundred thousand dollars. If you're disciplined, like, can, like for most Americans working 20 hours a week, making $80,000 a year is, Oh, that's a dream life. Like, so that's a very, very, very good life. Yes. You know? Um, so DJ, the, my question I ask everybody, can you have your cake and eat it too? If so, yeah. how? Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, you, you said it exactly. So yes, you, you work hard, you work smart, you can have your cake and eat it too. So uh, in this case, is I, I work a consistent schedule. Uh, I, I set out my schedule uh, about a week in advance. Uh, sometimes I share it with my managers, but usually I just keep a mental calendar in myself like, hey, I'm going to do this, this, and this. I need to make sure I'm out on the doors by four and do, uh, just doing what I need to do. And so, like, I, I try and have a close every two weeks, but, I mean, like, you're going to have it. – it's a roller coaster. You have highs and lows. So, I mean, in this, in this opportunity – if you want to hit 80 grand or 100 grand or whatever, just know what your work ethic is. If you put in the time, you will get rewarded. So, I mean, you, you can't make a cake if you're missing certain uh, ingredients. So, your your ingredients are, are, are yourself and putting in the time and the effort, et cetera. So, yeah, uh, you can have your cake and eat it too if you do what you need to do. Love you, DJ. Well, appreciate the time. Um, guys, so DJ works for Initiative Energy, Energy Group. You can find him on Facebook and uh, feel free to follow him. He does post very good content, especially if you're in the gaming world. Um, <laughs> if you, if you need tips on that, he's very, like, if, if you need tips on solar sales and being consistent, go to DJ. If you want tips on how to crush it at Fortnite, go to DJ because he knows a lot of insider knowledge. Just so, don't ask insider information about Epic or Fortnite. I know nothing. <laughs> well, just like what, what skills he use, you know, so he's a good coach. Uh, uh, I am a gaming coach on the side, so sure, I can help there, but otherwise, don't bother. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, so appreciate it, DJ, and uh, we'll see you around, man. Thank you so much. Have a good one.